0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the MIP, the male infertility podcast, and I am your host, Nick. So, it looks like we're finally slowly coming out of lockdown here in the UK. Hopefully, things will start to get back to normal now. Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. I'm not back to work just yet myself, Uh, but we will see what will happen, and hopefully, things will things will start getting back to some form of normality, which I'm pretty sure that everybody is hoping will happen. I just want to say a quick thank you to anyone who's reviewed me on iTunes. Thank you so much. And if anybody hasn't done it and feels like doing it, then that will be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Um, Quick, quick update from me and the missus. Uh, She has just hit the 27-week mark and. The belly is getting big, put it that way, put it that way, she is, she's looking good, the baby is moving loads, I felt it, it's kicked me in the head quite a few times uh, as I put my head on, uh, on a belly, which is a really surreal feeling and to be honest, a couple of years ago, if, if I thought this would probably happen, or sorry, a year ago, then uh, the answer probably would have been no. To be fair, not not in this timeline anyway. So I just want to say, well, the wife's fantastic. Um, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, we've got a, a 4D scan set for uh, three weeks' time, I think it is. So hopefully we'll be able to see her in, in all her glory. And um, yeah, because I've not seen her since, wait, when was it? Week 10, I think it was. No, sorry, not week 10. The uh, 12-week scan, that was the last time that I saw it. I didn't get to see the other scan uh, because they wouldn't let me in. So, um, yeah, but that's just a little update. Anyway, I'm probably going to do a couple of uh, episodes just by myself, uh, not interview ones just yet. Uh, I mean, I've got a few more that I want to line up. Uh, So if you do listen to this and I may have missed missed you in, in in the chats or so on, just... Just send me a message, Shane, you still want to come on and be part of the the show and so on, so that'd be fantastic. And, well, today's episode, I have an interview with Kev. I mean, I've been speaking to Kev for a long time now, ever since he came onto the scene on, originally, Facebook, actually, and then Instagram, and watching him rise and become the amazing, supportive person that he has on Instagram is really, really good to watch. So this, without further ado, is the interview with Kev from the Man Cave. So on today's episode, we've got Kevin. You may have seen him on Instagram as the Man Cave. He is the man behind the Man Cave. And it's, um, it's really good to have him on the episode today because we've been chatting for months and months and months uh, behind the scenes, and uh, I finally managed to snare him in to an, to an interview on the episode, so uh, I'm really chuffed about that. So, Kev, tell us a bit about you, and um, tell us where you're from and all
1: that. Hiya, Nick, how's it going? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Kevin, and um, I've set up a page on Instagram called uh, The Man Cave, uh, basically trying to raise awareness for male infertility, uh, motivate men as well to speak out. And uh that is not over, basically Nick
0: it's not over we're uh, we're doing our bit aren't we We are we are indeed obviously you've been on you've been on a journey, so tell us a little bit about a bit about your journey.
1: yeah, no worries. um so about roughly seven years ago, me and my partner at the time we were trying for a baby, and um about after a year, we got frustrated, as you do, and um decided to go to the doctors for some help. And uh he advised us that we'd have some tests then. Basically the usual blood test uh samples and uh, my my partner time was fine, but I had to go down to have sperm samples down, which was uh interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the first one came back negative. Um, so i to do a second one. The second one was the same. So basically they told me I had to go to have an operation then basically I might I might go Tessie I think it's called, Mm -hmm. where they extract uh, extract the sperm from myself. Um, Where did you have to go for that? I was in a clinic uh, from where where I'm from, Cardiff. Um, Bit daunting going down to that as well. Uh, (laughs) Didn't know what what to expect either. Yeah, and um, that was unsuccessful again. Uh, The doctors after basically the day after uh, after the operation, sorry, told me that. That was unsuccessful, and um there was no it was no basically I think it was called uh Satelli cell syndrome, I think it's called okay uh the class ended as a spermia as well, yeah, and uh I was there basically I, I, I was on my way, and uh they told basically told me there was only two options then it was either a spoon donation or um. Oh, I think my mind has gone blank again. Adoption? No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was trying to think again. Yeah, yeah. It was over them two options, like, and um, I was just blown away. And for the time I was in denial as well, to be honest, Nick. Yeah, it's just it's just a shock to the system. And, um I think after, after a period of time, uh, the relationship broke down due, due to that. I think basically, mate. I was angry and upset and. Didn't feel like I could talk to anyone at all. And um, I felt like I lost everything. I lost, I lost the house. I lost my job. I got made redundant as well. And it was a tough time, mate. And for about a year, I was, uh, I was sleeping around. I was drinking. And I, I was, to say, I took drugs. And I was in a really bad place. like. And uh, lucky enough, this woman walked into my life, who I'm proud to call my wife, mm-hmm. Nikki. And uh, she changed everything, mate. Changed everything.
0: She sorted you out. <laughs> yeah, she, sort,
1: she sorted me out to the street, Renato. I I don't tell her, but uh she did. She's uh, she's me rock like, and uh, i would really lucky to drive her. Like,
0: yeah, no, it is. If we've got a solid partner behind us, it makes things makes things way easier.
1: 100 percent, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, especially if, if we go, if we go down the dark path. And some people, some people are not lucky, lucky enough to meet that person. And that's my goal behind behind the, the page page, the man cave, like to the men who are out there on their own, own or even with partners that can't speak out, like to, like life's not over. Like and mm. looking, looking back, I feel like I wasted five years of my life or six years of my life just in denial and angry and upset. And I'm in a place now where I'm mentally strong, and I want, I just want to help. I'm so passionate about in it
0: yeah so obviously being with your your new partner <clears throat> and obviously knowing the situation that you're in now are you, are you are you looking at different avenues or anything for maybe having children or? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah so basically um our journey started about let's say about three years ago three four years ago and uh we went down the IVF route and uh it was on the NHS IVF and Nicky. We had two, we had two goals. Sorry, two failed attempts, and uh, they were both heartbreaking. To be honest, mate. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, at the minute we, at the minute we on a little break, saving a bit of money, and maybe looking to go abroad. Maybe our options are open. In the minute Nick,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, there's there seems to be more and more places that are say like Eastern European, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, I think they were maybe a little bit cheaper as well. I'm not sure on the, the specifics, so I don't want to say too much because I don't want to talk about stuff that I don't really know. But it's just
1: what I've heard through the grapevine. Well, we, we went to a fertility show in Manchester, I think, 2018, I think. And uh, I think it was the best thing we did. We were a bit uh, open-minded at what to expect, but everyone was brilliant there. There was there was clinics trying to offer us hotel stays, and I had to go to their clinic and this and that. But um, we got speaking to a guy... Um, from Norway, it was a clinic out in Norway, and uh, it's very really often me and my uh, wife agree on something, and we fell in love with this doctor, like the surgeon, and um, we had our heart set on going there. To be honest, Nick.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, like I said, we're in the process of saving, so we, we see what happens. Anything, anything can happen in the future.
0: Yeah, and so if is it? Have you compared prices for doing it in the UK compared to Norway? Is it is it cheaper?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit cheaper at the time it was. I don't know if things have changed now. Maybe, maybe they've changed. But at the time we price price things up, and uh, yeah, it was a little bit cheaper. But then we got another option of uh, IU, IUI in the UK. Uh, we were speaking about recently. So yeah, I mean, we we ne- never we never know, mate. Like you said, uh until we have the money, we we can't do a lot really.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. Unfortunately, once you get past the the attempts on the NHS, there's you're pretty much on your own, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, tough, admit me.
0: Man. Yeah, no, but the thing is, you are, you and your partner are both determined to give it a shot. Oh yeah, 100%, yeah. So, as long as, and if you're both singing off the same hymn sheet, then, you'll eventually get what, what you yeah. really want, so. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what really matters in the end, isn't it? So,
1: you, you, you prove by yourself, Nick.
0: Well, wow, yeah, we we got lucky. We got lucky, and I still, I still have to pinch myself now because it's like, obviously, yeah. it's, it's nothing that I did. <laughs> I'm just the, the support guy. I'm the support act. But um, but yeah, no, it's all down to us. So I've ugh, words can't describe how happy I'm, and I just hope that people like yourself and other people. I just really hope that you guys get to experience that as well because it would mean the world to me for you guys to experience that as well. So, oh, thank you, mate. Thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, it's tough, but you just got to keep, got to keep stay positive. I know, I know, it's that easy to say? But you have to just you yeah, to what
0: it was in. it the old uh, Is it PMA? Positive Mental Attitude?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the one.
0: Chris Akabusi <laughs> was it? Or uh...
1: <laughs> 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 so yeah. <clears throat>
0: so um so you said obviously that back in the back in the in the dark days it affected you. Um so did you at the time you left your partner at the time and then it just spiraled out of control?
1: Yeah, we was um we were both tidy about it. We knew we were arguing a lot and uh we weren't getting anywhere. we both were unhappy. So I decided to call it a day and moved back in with my dad and um yeah, it was tough. It was like, I didn't really speak to a lot. I think one or two people, one of the boys, but they, they were none the wiser either. They didn't know much about, uh, the journey I went on. I, I didn't really about, uh, fertility issues or nothing. I didn't do my own work. I was, I was naive. I was young. Uh, mm-hmm. even my, even my dad and I, they, they didn't know much about it. And I like, so it was a tough period. I was, I was drinking heavy. And like I said, sleeping around I was, I was even taking drugs. I'm ashamed to say, mate, but, Mm-hmm. It's all in the past now. It's all in the past. Like.
0: Yeah. And did your friends at the time notice the change in you or were they just thinking, did they think purely it's because you're not with your ex partner or did they realize that it was the ex partner and the fact,
1: the infertility issues as well? Um, I don't really know, Nick. They, they were just getting on with their own I think, basically. The only time I found a couple of occasions, I'd be in my local and I'd have a drink and, I'd end up crying, like, <laughs> just on an occasion, yeah. just maybe, you know, a song triggered it off, or, just thinking, just constantly overthinking things, and, then I'd open up, then to a stranger, and, I'd, to be honest, it felt good, to be honest, to just let it out, but, why should it take that amount of alcohol, to get it off your chest, do you
0: know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we say, we know, we we can say that, but we know deep down, that it's not easy for us, to talk about these things, oh, and oh. sometimes, and sometimes that, well, is not a good to say. But obviously, sometimes that alcohol does help. It does. It and does. Some, as, as crazy as it may sound, sometimes we have to go down these stupid paths to get to the other side. Yeah, it's the whole the whole uh, adage of why do we fall down? So we pick ourselves back up. Sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, true. We have to go through those tough times to realise what's really important in life and and so on. So the the, be, the best thing that yeah you you may have gone down that route but the best thing is that you've come out the other side and talking to you now and as we as we have over the past few months yeah. and seeing how, how you are now like that's all that matters. You know what I mean you're yeah you're
1: you're strong right now and yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's I'm, really good man. I'm in a good place at the minute like and that uh... <laughs> I'm in it for the I'm in it for the long haul now, and uh, this uh, the page is, uh, is very positive. I have a bit of feedback and I like, and um, it's, it's like it's like a counselling session in in a sense. Like even these podcasts as well, it's it's good. Like, do I mean we don't really get the opportunity like until we do it. Like, you, you don't realize for me anyway, personally for me anyway. Yeah, well the the every time I've
0: been uh, I've had I've interviewed someone, uh, it's felt like um. Not counseling per se like yeah, because you know i'm not is, yeah. i'm obviously I'm, I'm not a counselor or anything i'm just I'm just a guy you know what I mean I'm just a guy <laughs> <laughs> but but the best thing is the best thing is for me is just getting everyone to to talk about everything, so whether it's yeah. you or anybody else I've had on the podcast or so on uh or even when I've been on a a, a podcast it's just good to just chat about it you know what i mean yeah. and yeah. these ex- these experiences of us talking or me talking with someone else or you talking with someone else it just means there's more content out there for people who yeah. are like us to yeah. find and then I, there's going to be one episode somewhere within the the loads that there are that is going to help somebody down the line totally
1: agree Nick. totally agree with
0: so i noticed um your page is getting getting pretty good you're posting stuff all the time I don't know where you find all this stuff <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> top secret top secret <laughs> you're going to have to send me a few on the slides
1: <laughs> yeah like, I just do I just do stuff that, that motivates me in a sense as well mate to be honest like we all have down days and I'm, I'm just being honest with myself as well like all days ain't going to be good like and when I have a down day I post something and say oh, I woke up today not feeling myself I'll I'll go for a run today. I find the exercises help me a lot. And um yeah, just, just trying to help people. I had a guy reach out to me yesterday, which was pretty nice. And he haven't he haven't spoken about anything for about ten years. He was saying I, I, I won't say his name, like, but mm. uh it was that was that was nice. Like he was asking me he was asking me with a social media side of it, he was looking to like start a page up and Alec and you find a reward in that do you know what I mean, like that you've helped someone like Definitely,
0: definitely. Cause there are gonna be more people well, there seems to be more and more people like you and yourself and me, which is really good because obviously not everyone's going to find the male infertility podcast in the man cave, but they might find <coughs> Bob's into infertility service or something like that. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. the more yeah. the more people there are, the, the better it is for everyone because there's there's guys who are going through this who are finding out the 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 info that we found that they. They're infertile, through ever which way or loose, every single day, and yeah, yeah. The, you know what I mean. There's people, there's pe- yeah, there's people like us
1: who've been they, a couple of years or so, or seven years. For, for they need they need our support now, Nick. Don't they? they need it now straight away. Yeah. Like we didn't, like, you know what I mean. Like that guy's taken ten years. I've had like five years to like accept it in a sense. You know what I mean, Nick. The, the people who are having that information today or tomorrow. They need that arm around
0: them. They need that support. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, my what is it now? Uh, Nearly, nearly two and a half years since I found out, and before I did the podcast. I mean, there was a few bits out there, but I mean, I didn't find anything. I mean, I had a a, a look around, but and that was only that was only uh, what a year ago. (laughs) So even even before a year ago there was hardly anything out there so it's really good that there's like a, a wave coming through of people who are prepared to open up and talk about this difficult
1: subject especially especially blokes yeah it's kind of kind of buzz going on at the minute i feel a lot of people are coming out now and it's good it's good like it's good to see and good to hear and like you go on Instagram and you do hashtag male infertility. Like it's it's not nothing hardly comes up. Like like we said, you Google it, and it's still now, Like it's not a great deal. Like is it?
0: No, not if you compare it to say the female side of things, or oh, yeah, or whatever. So, but it's good. Do You know how they had the um, was it Rod Gilbert did something? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we had who was the guy the other day who um, who did the video? The easy bit.
1: Easy, yes, that was it. The easy, the easy bit. Tom Web. Like okay, so
0: shout out to him. Anyone, anyone who wants to listen to or oh, sorry, watch it. It's on Vimeo. Uh I'll put it, I'll put it, yeah, I'll put a link in the uh description as well. Uh, so that will definitely help people. So uh kudos to you, my friend. Um so I I saw you share that, uh, Kev. And I think I saw it on yeah. one of the Facebook pages as well. Uh I saw yeah i had to get involved so um just to create more awareness
1: they've done a brilliant job for you, I...
0: so kevin uh, on your instagram page i you noticed know, so you're doing the uh the, th- the three peaks is it sorry the three peaks challenge
1: yeah yeah the wet yeah the Welsh three peaks challenge it is and uh hoping to do it in august when uh hopefully the lockdown be lifted <laughs> but uh i'll definitely be doing it this year at some point um for Fertility Network all the link is on my bio on, on Instagram if anyone would like to donate and uh, yeah I've been doing a bit of running and climbing and uh, hoping I do I've it. made something I've always fancy doing and down the line I like to do something for Fertility Network once a year so yeah I'm uh, looking forward to it next
0: Excellent so is, that, is running would you say running is your release?
1: Um it was I, it was and I'm trying to get back into it next week I am for um through, through my fertility journey for I think I'd be honest running saved my life mate to be honest when when I the first year or two I was with my wife Nikki um I t- I took up running and uh it was just getting rid of that anger Nick just pounding the streets like I I didn't do it for time or anything I did it was like I was out 10 minutes one day 20 minutes the next five minutes it was I was just running I was and uh it took all my life I was out doing it a lot I I didn't enjoy it mate to be honest it was just I was doing it for the mental mentality of it like I felt much better you get up some days and you're like oh down and defeated and upset and I just went out and ran and I could have went out for an hour and I come back and I did a couple of half marathons mate and raised a lot of money for charities and uh, it come to a stop and I don't know why I I think I fell out of love with because I I was getting um, I was out running with other people and it was like the timing and then people were doing it for the time, and I I were doing it for that. Yeah, but then I yeah. was fighting, trying to get a time, and fell the love. Uh, I'm not going to get back into it now next week. So yeah, like I said, I don't I don't I don't enjoy it. Nick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I,
0: I um well I don't run, but the missus did yeah. before uh, she got up the duff, and uh, she she said to me that she found it as a a mental release as well. Yeah, like she go like two three times a week and uh like for me personally I like the idea of it and I know that I probably should do as as a as a just a general fitness thing but I always think oh because I know that I've, I've worked on a little bit of weight during this old uh lockdown because <laughs> cause I'm just not moving around as much as I would on a normal day like at work <laughs> and so on so you just kind of accidentally put it on and I'm not doing anything but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I do want to do it. I got myself a Fitbit <laughs> to, <help. laughs> to start. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I can see how it would definitely help. And like, did you did did you struggle to get going with the running?
1: Yeah, I didn't. It's like, yeah, I remember saying I was pulling up. I was having injuries, but I, I just kept plodding along. But. The goal for me was the charity. I was, I, at the time, I was raising it for cancer. It was uh, cancer charities. I lost my mother a few years back. And uh, right. I think okay. I was our driver, our focus. And it's the same with um, the Welsh Three Peaks Challenge. Now, my focus is uh, Fertility Network. As long as I got a goal in Nick, I'll, uh, I'll hit it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the Three Peaks, which, which three peaks are they then? Clan Bear, I think it's called it's, uh, Snowdon and uh, Penavan. Don't ask me to spell them. No, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Um, so, did you say you were uh, you were around Cardiff? Is that right?
1: Yeah, Caffilly, uh, actually just outside Cardiff, South Wales. Like, yeah, Kofili, I've heard. I a, have heard of that. A valley boy <laughs> uh,
0: the down in the valleys. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, so have you? Um, have you come across anyone? Obviously you've come across people on your social network on the on Instagram. Have you like randomly stumbled into anyone on your journeys through Wales that has uh, infertility issues as well? Or or not? Uh,
1: not not quite on social media, but uh, a friend of my wife's, um that was kinda of kind of the push. Uh I'd say last November the um I lost uh, my best mate, one of my best mates and my cousin do uh, one due to suicide and the the other one due to health problems. And in that period, I, uh, a friend of uh, my wife, sorry, uh, came to the house when we were talking and like, we kind of, he kind of knew my journey and I knew his, but we didn't really like talk about it. We never, if that makes sense, we never like, yeah. about it. So we she came up the house and, uh, we, we are mate we opened up for about an hour mate talking about stuff like just just our journeys like and it was but it was amazing like and uh, I was saying a, a time like you go for the mixed emotions and I was like I was suicidal and I'd never do anything but he he was like the look in his eye he was like mate I've been here mate he said I've, I know what, what you're feeling I know those emotions I've been in myself he said mate yeah. in those dark places like and I was like blown away I was like it's not just me that actually had these thoughts of, of these mixed emotions. and
0: Yeah.
1: And we got, <clears> we got speaking and he said, I said, you know, anyone like, and he knew three or four people in, in our area. And our, the area we live is quite small. And I was like, wow. Like I just made me think like how many other men like in the world and in the world and in in even the UK. And uh, I just, the next day man, I had this urge now, and, I, and I, that's when I set up the man cave, like I just, I, I don't want people to feel like that. You know Do I mean? I've I've always been a caring kind of guy, anyway. Yeah. And uh, like I said about like five years or ten years of like being wasted in a sense. I for, the, for I just want to help those guys who have that information today or tomorrow, not not to go through those years like for months or days to have that support. And if I can help, if I can help one person, Nick, uh, I know I'm doing a good job. Like
0: definitely, definitely. Oh. I've- I just think it's it's great that you're doing what you're doing, and being another a support network for all those other guys out there who who will go through these tough times.
1: Yeah,
0: because it's it's gonna happen. As but even yeah. as, as much support as as, they, as there is out there, people are still gonna go and have their dark times. But yeah. when the time comes, when they are looking to make a change, then yeah. we're gonna be there for them. So, hundred percent. So that's that's good. That is good. Right. So I just want to say a massive thank you to Kev for coming on to the Male Infertility Podcast. Another fantastic guest to have on. And Kev, where where can we find you?
1: Uh, if you go over on in, if you go over on Instagram, I'm Nick, and uh, type in the Man Cave, I should I should pop up here somewhere. Meet the Man Cave. Yeah, uh, just to say. It's just a site like, uh supporting male infidelity awareness, mate, basically.
0: Sweet. So you're open to people sending you a message and uh opening opening up that the connection.
1: Yeah. Anytime, time, mate, I'm always available, mate, even if they want to send me a number or if they want my number, and yeah, I'm always here to talk to, mate, and listen. Excellent.
0: So so if yeah. anyone's out there looking for a friendly Welsh voice to listen to and to speak to, then Kev is your guy, the man from the valleys so uh <laughs> so i just want to say thanks again kev and uh it's been it's been a blast
1: yeah cheers nick been brilliant but keep up the good work you too bro
0: so that was the interview thank you so much to kevin thank you so much you're doing an amazing job mate really appreciate everything that you do for the community and you know where you can find him the stuff will be in the description. Uh, You probably already follow him anyway, because he's he's literally everywhere. But I will definitely put it in the description. And if you don't follow him, get on it. So that'll wrap it up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I'm coming up to 4,000 listens of the podcast, which is just mind blowing. So thank you so much. And until next time,
1: this is the MIP signing off. See ya.